Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show! Welcome to the Biz for Good show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the Ryan Pilkington. And of course, today we have an amazing guest! Amazing guest! <laughs> Tell us about the show, Ryan! Yeah, Bobby! Bobby, Bobby. Babashku, Babashku. Babashku? That's my new name. Babashku. Babashku James. Babashku Glenn James. Hey, they could probably find me on the internet if I went by Babashku. <laughs> Babashki. Babashki? Babashki. Babashki. We're changing it now mid sentence. Babashki. <laughs> Babashki. Yeah, thanks for joining us for episode 106 of the Biz for Good show. We're on 106, people. 106. The Biz for Good show is coming to you. From episode 106. From 106. <laughs> yes, from 106. There's a, there's a planet out there called episode 106. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Folks, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for the coming to the Biz for Good show where we highlight everybody doing all kinds of cool things. Uh, we are two fun, adventurous entrepreneurs sharing the experiences of the real secret to success in business, doing all things with a be good, do good mindset. There is so much bad noise in the world. Let's fight against the noise by flooding the world with the good. Good against the noise. Good against the noise. Follow us on Instagram, again. Facebook, Twitter, Twitterists, Twitterites, Insta, Insta, Twitter, Big Twitter, Facebook. And please subscribe on iTunes and all the other uh, cool podcasting things. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out that podcasts out there. We know you. There's a lot of stuff to listen to, but nobody's as fun as us. Exactly. <laughs> We're the funnest. Oh, okay, there might be a couple podcasts out there that are as fun as us, but nobody that's as fun as us that gives as much good information Clean about fun. how to be successful in business and how to be successful in life by focusing yourself in a be good, do good mindset. We're family friendly and we're fun people. We're family friendly and we're fun. We say all the F words except one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rhyme. You rhyme, hey, yeah, bro. I went with it, man. I just hashtag went with yo. It. Hashtag yo. We do have the, the clean lyrics or something setting in iTunes, so yeah, we, we haven't messed that up yet <laughs> so anyway welcome welcome to the show we people we, we didn't even say who, what the topic was you jumped right oh there. i just jumped i went bam i went bam. right in hey ryan tell us about the show <laughs> it's okay we're, we're on 106 the title of the show is no more bad days with bonnie Bichek. rn she's an rn she deserves that title we're giving that to her we're giving her that title people so we're thank thank you for being on the show she has laryngitis Oh, this is going to be great. So we've got <laughs> gonna, the mic gonna, turned up. She's going to push it through. Push it through. She she pulled through with the karaoke thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's even worse today, because she screamed, belted out last night, right? <laughs> she gave it 100%. <laughs> I actually froze in terror. Oh. Oh, oh that's yeah. perfect. That's perfect. But just, no more bad. There's no bad days, right? Yeah, no bad days. No bad days. No bad days, baby. That's. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. I have a feeling we're get, we're gonna get deep into the yeah. good days. Let me tell you more about Bonnie. Uh, she was born in Chicago suburb and the second of six kids and the eldest daughter. Her father had a stroke when she was nine years old and passed away when she was eleven. Bonnie worked on everything from material uh, maternal children child health. If I could talk. Uh, medical surgery floor to home health care and hospice. She owned a private duty nursing company, and she also owned an operated and assisted living home. Her youngest daughter remains in northern Michigan, worked as a veterinary technician and renovating a century-year-old farmhouse. Her oldest daughter, along with her son-in-law and grandson, moved to Utah to take on the position of the medical practice in South Jordan. Bonnie has three grandchildren in South Jordan, two grandsons, which is Sol Solomon... And 
Atticus. Atticus. Shout out. Solomon shout out. and Atticus. Cool names. You guys yeah. got cool names. Better Enjoy than- those cool names. Solomon. The great Solomon and Atticus. And they're ages seven and three. Hey, and Atticus, if you haven't read uh, uh, the, 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 the book... Um, Oh crap! Why is my brain just gone to, to, kill, not, a to kill a mockingbird? Yes! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, Atticus Finch, the great character in that. Great book. character. Yeah, absolutely. And then an eight-month-old granddaughter. What's her name? If you don't mind. I call her Cheeks McGee. <laughs> Cheeks McGee. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Love it. Uh, she works with Elevation Hospice as a care, a case manager, mainly in Utah County. Uh, about 10 years ago, she made a conscious decision to change her perspective and deleted the phrase having a bad day from her vocabulary. She realized that days like children, we live up or down to what you expect them, of them. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about that. We need more good days, people. There's so many people in the world right now that get out of bed in the morning hating what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. We have made it our mission our life's mission to assist people in leveling that up and loving jumping out of bed and taking on the day. And I get the feeling you're the same. I love my job. That's, that's for sure. Awesome. Awesome. I was just speaking with someone that I gave out my business, our business card to, and they called me the other day and they said, I love what you guys are doing. It's such a positive vibe. You guys know. Anyway, it's just a little feedback for the biz for good show. Ladies and gentlemen, we love what we do here. We do. We really, we really love talking to amazing people that are taking on life and living it to the fullest. And it, it's such, I've said it a million times. If two people listened, I'd still do the show Forever. because it's just cool. It's fun to get like minded folks that understand that, you know, this is the only life we got. You might as well live it good. Awesome. True that. True that. Builder Alt oh, Millions. BuilderAltMillions.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for the media, digital media platform that you need to use, you've got a website, you need to build a website, you need to create funnels, sales funnels, you need to do a webinar, you need to create your own phone app, all of these things. You you need a mail, a mailer. All of that stuff is in BuilderAll. It is all in BuilderAll. BuilderAllToMillions.com. Check it out if you need website building, all that stuff. Do it yourself. You don't need to pay thousands of dollars for all. BuilderAll is, believe it or not, $29 a month to have 15 different domains, unlimited subdomains, all of the sales funnels you want to create. You name it. This is an amazing platform, ladies and gentlemen. BuilderAllToMillions.com. Yeah, and click on the affiliate link if you want to become an affiliate. Yeah. All right. That's it. We moved through that one pretty quickly. We did. We moved. We zipped through life. <laughs> zipped through it. We man. We, we're in. Now we're gonna focus. Focus on Bonnie. It's all about Bonnie today. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Bonnie B check. I got it. I got, hey, I, I got it. I just want to say it right. B check. Not be wrong, but B check. Hey, there we go. Oh yeah, baby. That's my favorite oh, we song forgot. ever. Yeah, we forgot to say. I did. I thought fo- I did. Phone on, do not disturb. Yeah, We're good. good. Bobby yeah. doesn't pay attention. I, yeah, I, I, my phone <laughs> goes through the show all the time. It's a beautiful thing. We love it. It's it's a nice breaker. Yeah. So we want to get to know Bonnie. Let's get to know Bonnie a little bit. We want our view, our viewers, <laughs> our listeners <laughs> at least. And well, we have viewers do. too. Yeah, we got viewers too. Hey, viewers. We want to know a little bit about Bonnie. So give us give us some insight. Some into insight. Bonnie, yeah. Where, you know, what you, you give it, you know, whatever that looks like. A most embarrassing moment, a, a time when you you life you said pivoted. She had lots to choose from on that. Yeah, well, who? Yeah, we but, all kind of. Yeah, whatever. Do you want to go right into the deep stuff? Oh, yeah, ooh. she's not going to mess around, people. This is it. <laughs> We're going to go right. Okay, people. This is it. Right into the deep stuff. Let's do it. Okay. Are we going to cry? You might. Uh, okay. Well, I cry at sad commercials. So. Get ready here. Okay. So when I had my assisted living home, there was a gentleman that lived with us. His name was Benny. Benny was different. 
he wasn't mentally retarded. He was sort of like Forrest Gump. He was just different. Mm-hmm. Benny had some really serious medical problems, and I had taken him to several hospitals. He was treated very poorly. He was dismissed and um, belittled. Mm. And it, it was horrible. Those two days were just horrible. And we finally got him admitted to the hospital. And it was about 11 o'clock at night. I pulled the recliner around so that it was at the foot of his bed so that when he opened his eyes, I was right there. And the little nurse came in and she said, visiting hours are over. It's time for you to go. I said, no, that's not going to happen. Well, it's our policy. I said, I don't care what your policy is. I'm not leaving. Well, I'll have to call security. I said, you do what you got to do. I'm not leaving. So they finally gave up. <laughs> they didn't call security. You, you call called security. their bluff. <laughs> I love this woman. I love this lady. I was in the recliner. And I was thinking to myself how helpless and frustrated those two days had been. How just awful. And I was laying there in the dark. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning. And this voice said to me, now you know how this man feels every day of his life. And I said back, well, not every day of his life, not since I came into his life. And this voice said, oh, yes. You do it out of love, but you treat him differently than you do the other men. And I thought about that, and I realized that we did, because we knew that he had had a hard life. So we used to make his favorite dinner just a little bit more often. We would give him a cookie that was a little bit bigger. We would just do little things, because we knew he had had a hard life. And then this voice said, and yet... This which you have been tasked with, protecting the innocent, you have taken up well, and I am proud to call you daughter. Mm. I was talking to God. And I knew that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing well, and that he was proud of me. And I think about all the people who go through every day they wake up, they're late for work, their kids are screaming, their house might not be as clean as they want. They come home, there's a pile of bills, the kids are still screaming, and they think, this is it? What the heck am I here for? What? Seriously? This is it. This is my life? I know why I'm here. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. So how did he turn out that, did they send him home? and He, um... He ended up dying about two months later. He did come home, and he was at dialysis one day, and I get a phone call that he had become unconscious, and I met them at the emergency room, and we knew that he wasn't going to make it. And the doctor said to me, well, we'll admit him to the hospital and put him on hospice. And I said, oh, no. Oh, no, you're not. He's not dying here. He's going to die at home. And the doctor said to me, well, you can't take care of him at home. I got all put a face. Like, first off, first off, don't be telling me what I can and can't do. <laughs> first off. And secondly, oh, yes, I can. Oh, I said, yes, you I can. pump him full of whatever drugs you need to and you put him on that ambulance. And I don't care if he dies on the way home. He is not dying here. Wow. And he came home and he lived for about two days. And passed away at home with, I had bought him a kitten because he wanted a cat so bad, a Siamese kitten. And he died at home with that cat curled up on his chest. That's awesome. That's super cool. Awesome. In that moment uh, you were speaking about earlier, um, did that change your perspective moving forward since then? Or, I mean, like what I'm saying is that was your calling moment. Well, I have a calling moment. Bobby talks about the calling. Yes. Did you have a prior calling before this? Or I get that... the feeling that you've, you you were called you before that. Before, yeah. And you were just standing up for your calling. 
Yeah, yes. that's what I'm trying to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So where, when was that when you realized you get to stand up? Um, I think when I was 15, I started collecting um, abused horses. They just would enter my life. Hmm. And the one thing I cannot stand, I cannot tolerate, is cruelty. Oh. Right? To anything. But especially creatures that can't stand up for themselves. Animals, little kids, old people. Sends me right over the edge. <laughs> and so... My husband and I have a rescue herd of seven abused horses, some of them pretty horrifically abused. Wow. And that's, I knew I was here to protect the things that can't protect themselves. And that affirmation from God just cemented it. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking on the calling. And I would say thank goodness for you. Because these horses and in the these people, uh, these people need need that and need you. So thank thank you. So in in uh, in, in hospice, and I know that, that you deal with that a lot. Um, do you do you, do you deal with a lot of folks like that? That I mean, his family basically was the kitty cat, and and you, I, I assume, and the staff at the assisted living home. When they brought him home from the hospital, after the doctor told me that I was not capable of taking care of him, I had called my staff and I said, I'm bringing Benny home. And by the time the ambulance got there, every single one of my staff was there. And they actually got mad at the paramedics because they jostled the stretcher too much. So these women (laughs) carried Benny into the house themselves. They like shouldered the paramedics out of the way, carried Benny into the house and tucked him in bed because wow. they thought the paramedics were jostling our boy too much. <laughs> you know, we hear so many horror stories about people not being taken care of. We need to hear more stories about people that, that do take care of them because I think there's a lot of those. There are. We, we hear about the crap. Yes. But we don't hear about stuff like this. That's true. The people that really care about those folks that, that don't have anybody. Yep. And that's powerful. You know, so many of our clients, when I think about them, they're old, 80, 90, 100 years old. They may not have any brothers or sisters, right? Their parents are gone. Um, their kids may not be in their lives for whatever reason, too far away, bad relations, whatever. And a lot of these people, they don't have anybody. And I'll look at them and, you know, they can't get in and out of the shower themselves, so maybe their hygiene isn't the best. Um, They're unkept because they're at a place that they can no longer care for themselves. And, you know, you're supposed to receive so many hugs a day And I just wonder when the last time some of these people were ever touched in a non-clinical way. You know, you go to the dentist, that's fine. You go to the doctor, he listens. But when was the last time somebody held their hand or gave them a hug or tucked them in at night and kissed their head? And it's, it's little stuff. It doesn't cost a penny, not one penny. And it only takes a minute or two out of your day. But for that person that you smile or you rub their shoulder or you give them a hug, that can change your whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Um, Wow, we're usually not at a loss for words. (laughs) (laughs) But you have succeeded in stopping us in our tracks. And I think it's because we're reflecting. I mean, I know I am. I am too. I'm reflecting. You know, I lost my father four years ago. And uh, I'll remember the last hug he gave me. I remember it like it was yesterday. 
he saw me. I came into the room. They were taking him out to take him to, to try and get him. He had he was taking uh, the same thing. Uh, dialysis. Dialysis. Yes. Yes. And he just yelled, "Bobby, Bobby, I love you!" And and he you know he hugged me really tight. And and he was, I didn't know at that time that in a few days he would be gone. Um, it's just such a powerful thing to have love, especially when you're passing over. I was there with him when he passed away. We were watching a western in the in the on the TV. He was a big western fan, and so I turned on a western. I was the only one there. I sent everybody home. It was two in the morning, and. Uh, it's just really good that people know that they're loved. It's important. It is important. And it's beautiful that there are people, and I know a few folks like you, that their job is to just sit there with somebody and love them while they pass on. You know, when somebody comes on to hospice, I tell the family, this is the hardest thing you'll ever do. And time goes on a couple of weeks, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, I've had to help him to the bathroom a dozen times, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, it, it really is hard. And I'm thinking, oh, honey, you have no idea what's coming down the road. Because when somebody is in those last couple days and there's nothing you can do except sit and wait. And people are not good at waiting, right? People are doers. They want to do something, fix something, feed somebody something. And to sit and wait and do nothing is really hard. Yeah, that's true. Been there several times. Yeah. <sighs> well, where are we supposed to go from there? <laughs> you know, you were mentioning the last time your father, that you got a hug from your father. When my sister died four years ago from lung cancer, I was at her house and she maybe weighed, I don't know, 70 pounds and it was the middle of summer she's wrapped up in a blanket and we were sitting standing on her covered deck watching this thunderstorm roll in and I sat down on the porch swing and I gathered her up just like a little child bundled up in her blanket and we sat and rocked on that porch swing and listened to that thunderstorm I treasure that memory That's a good memory. That's beautiful. That's the way we want to remember folks. Yeah. Okay, so when does the laughing start? <laughs> <laughs> right now, I guess. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, we, we, we were going to do the Google challenge, and we haven't even got that far yet. <laughs> and we've, well. we've, we've come so um, full soaker. So maybe we should do the Google challenge and kind of have some fun with it. What do you think? Sure. Are you up Let's for go a Google for it. Challenge? Okay. Because there's no more bad days. Yeah, that's right. No more bad days. And you know, the the interesting thing is, I'm a, I'm a big fan of emotion and 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 letting your emotion out and crying and 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 stuff because those aren't bad things. You know, it, having that kind of emotion is is a is a really good thing. There's so many people that won't show their emotions. They won't. They won't. Let go, and they hold this stuff in. That's why they have ulcers and problems and hating life. Guys, this world is a beautiful place if you look at it and see the beauty. And even the beauty of the relationships of people that are passing away, all that stuff is so, so powerful. So anyway. Look what I found. That's perfect. What is that? The Google Challenge on page three. Oh, this is the page three. No more bad days. Google Challenge page three. Um, yeah, I gotta do this part. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, you know how the Google Challenge work in this corner. Google coming in at 40 bazillion searches every second. Google. <laughs> and, in, and in this corner, ladies and gentlemen, Bonnie Beachek are in. 
We are going to see who uh, takes this on. Are you ready, Bonnie, to I'm take ready. this on? I'm she is so ready. You can see it. She's like, come on, Google. Give me, all, give me all you got. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, this is it. Page three. It has already been done. Ryan got one step ahead of us. He is already there. And I got to admit, a, a lot this of them, a lot of them were good. like lyrics. Oh, lyrics. So, oh, no more bad days. This is actually a story. This is actually a story. So it says the headline is No More Bad Days. Give away free hugs. Oh, I've heard of the free hug movement thing. And so we've got a picture of some really cute people. We'll put this on Facebook, Ryan. It is. Whoa, I didn't do it. You just jumped away. Why'd you what do that? In the world what is I that? <laughs> I just went. Never okay, mind. so this Whoop is. Uh, oh, that's interesting. No more bad days, free hugs, no more bad days. So it says here, uh, passerby passerby collected their free hugs from members of the student-run No More Bad Days Depression and Anxiety Support Group at the corner of 4th and Center Street on Tuesday, January 31st. Michael Menendez, co-founder of the support group and senior student communication said the, ten, the 10 to 15 members met once a week and discussed how they personally cope with anxiety and depression. There are no professionals here. It's completely student-run, and it is growing. Menendez said, I think our biggest goal is to let everyone know that no matter what, no matter what, I did write, read that twice, but <laughs> it's, it says it twice, whatever it is you're going through, we love you and we're here. Christian Anderson, founder of the support group and a sophomore majoring in international studies, said he and the members of the group are giving free hugs to raise awareness of both anxiety and depression among college students. I think this is super powerful because of all, you know, there's an epidemic of suicide and we need more love in the world. It's just that simple. What do you think? What do you think of this little piece here? I think it's Fabulous. Yeah, that that's that's uh, I think that's right up the alley that you're going with for no more bad days. I mean, standing up for hey, let's give people hugs. Yep. Let's talk about. Let's get in the face of, of depression and anxiety, and let's talk about it. Let's talk about how to. And I'm a firm believer that we could get rid of a lot of depression dr- drugs and stuff if we go out and do some service. We go out and help some people. What do you think? I think that's true. Um, but I see a butt in your face. Well, <laughs> some depression is chemical, clinical. Right? right. I mean, so there there definitely is a role in a lot of cases for medication. Mm-hmm. But I think it also helps to take your mind off yourself and do service to others. <clears throat> yeah. So w- w- as it comes to you, so Google has spoken. Now, what's your take on No More Bad Days? So, about 10 years ago, I was listening to some, something on the radio, and they were talking about taking the word should out of your vocabulary. Don't should on yourself. Yes. <laughs> because you never heard that before, I'll, Ryan? No. You've heard that before, haven't you? Don't should on yourself? Sorry. Should implies pressure. I should do this. I don't necessarily want to do it, but I I should, right? It puts pressure on you. And I was thinking about what else we could take out of our vocabulary. And so, you know, when people say I'm having a bad day, it contaminates their entire day, Uh. right? You get up in the morning, you can't find your shoes, you trip over the cat, you break your coffee cup, whatever. Oh. You know, you're describing my day this morning. <laughs> Serve the coffee. Right? This, this is going to be a bad day. Well, yep, it is, because you just declared it a bad day. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was in a weird funk this morning, so. Uh, right? No more bad days, Ryan. No more bad Listen to this lady. She I'm is our I'm master like, right I now. I think she's here for a reason. Yes. Okay, sensei. <laughs> so, right, just because you... Have a bad start to your day doesn't mean it's a bad day. Yeah. It means that your car didn't start and it's frustrating. But it's not a bad day. It's no. a bad hour. Bad, bad, bad. 
Yeah, I was putting milk in for my wife for a jar for her cereal, and it smashed on the floor in a million pieces with the milk. And it, Ew, frustrating. And that yeah. was the start of... That was my first five minutes of my day. The first five minutes yeah. after getting out of bed, you yeah. broke the milk. <laughs> Don't spill over. <laughs> Don't spill over. I hate when I break the milk. <laughs> broke the milk. We, this is like 1940s, and the that, milk jugs are still glass. I like cut the cheese. <laughs> is that the... I broke the, the milk. milk and cut the oh my gosh! See, we always have something new on the Biz for Good show. So the new term is broke the milk. I broke the milk. It's broke it's the milk. it's a like a farting but different. I broke the milk. Is that like a wet fart? Oh, she went there. She totally went the whole. She went the whole way. She I totally was thinking of my seven-year-old grandson, who is now rolling on the floor with laughter. He's gonna come up to me and say, "Yeah, yeah, that was so good." I broke the milk. I broke the milk, Grandma. I broke the milk. I'm gonna. Oh gosh, that's awesome. How is it that my stuff turns into weird stuff? Because <sighs> anyway. it's a beautiful thing, Ryan. It's a beautiful thing. So anyway, <laughs> so we, we can let you finish. <laughs> I forgot where I was. <laughs> so do we. So oh, you, anyway, you, you got changing, no, yeah. changing your perspective. <laughs> yeah, and so you took that. You took it one step higher. So don't use the should word because that that. Messes with our brain, so you said, "Take what it else? out of your vocabulary." You know, and you, and you, you went to, you know, hey, man. When I have, gosh, this is a. So far, I've had such a bad day. You've kind of affirmed it, and now the whole day has become bad. Is what you look at is what yeah, you see. That's right. I had a lady, a patient, um, and I was talking with my patient's sister, and the sister said, "I'm just so worried that." When I die, God's not going to let me into heaven because I didn't make my sister do this. I said, that's a terror. I don't like that God. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's not the God I choose to believe in. Right. I choose to believe in a God who says, for 45 years, you stood by your side during all these horrible, awful things, and you tried so hard. That's the God I believe in, not the one that says, man, you screwed up. You failed. I don't want that God. I, I reject that God. Absolutely. And then she was still crying, and she said to me, but what about my sister, who was extremely depressed at that time and who had on and off contemplated suicide? She said, she's not going to get into heaven. And I said, no, again, I reject that okay. God. Instead of saying, you know what? You screwed up and you committed suicide. I choose to believe in the God that says, man, for 45 years, you hauled yourself out of bed and you did the best you could in spite of this horrible marriage and these horrible circumstances. I am so proud of you. That's the God that I choose to believe in. So literally any situation that you're in, you can choose to change your perspective. I love it. I love it. I, I always say that my God has a sense of humor, too. He looks better. down and laughs a lot at us, I think. I, 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 everybody looks at God as, you know, the serious dude. I think he's, I think he laughs a lot. He made a oh, platypus. my gosh. Did you see what Bobby did today? He made a platypus. <laughs> he made a platypus. He's got a sense of humor. <laughs> I, I, and that's the way I choose to see it, too. I, it, we all, it, it's interesting. Religion is a funky thing, and it, and it gets crazy. But, you know, in my mind, God is loving he, he, He's and, not and punitive. Exactly, and he, and 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 we all we none of us are judges, you know. We we don't know what's in each other's minds, and we don't know what he gave us to learn from our spirit, because our, we came here. I mean, if you believe in that stuff, we came in here here with our spirit, so our spirit could learn from this body, and whatever that looks like, right? And that's a beautiful thing. And sometimes that means chemical problems. That means addictions. Those things have been given to our spirit given to, to your, learn. Given to your body. Given to your body so, so your, your spirit, spirit can, can learn. learn from it. Mm-hmm. And, and you can look at it, and I, and I always say there's two things you can choose about life. Life can suck 
or life can be great. Whichever one you want is what you choose. I absolutely agree. I awesome. absolutely agree. She's got me fired up. All right. Yeah. So when I break my milk, or pass cash, uh, <laughs> what am I supposed to do then? This is the best day ever. That's where I get messed up. <laughs> you see where he's going with this? You know, he's saying his brain is saying, this sucks. I hate my life. How do I change that in my head to, or is it just, you just don't say it out loud? What's your advice? Yeah, I'm just You know, it. it's some milk. Big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Right? My wife's really good that way. Okay, like, the milk is not a big deal, but the glass on the floor is what I have oh, a problem with. it's not with. that big a deal. <laughs> deal with it. You know, I also think... Deal with it. I think that people... People come into your life for a reason. Literally, everybody comes into your life for a reason. There are no accidents. There are, there's either something you need to learn or teach them. Everybody. Oh, the lady wow. at the grocery store that you make smile because you pick up her stuff that she dropped, whatever. I think things happen for a reason. You broke the milk. It made you five minutes late. So the guy that ran, right. The guy that ran the stop sign didn't hit you. Wow. Whoa. You look at it like that. That changes the whole thing. You just had a really good day, Ryan. You just cheated death. Just so you know. Wow. Yeah, I saw an accident yeah, a couple days ago right in front of me. Bam. I was like. Yeah. One second. One second. I would have been right it, there. It, yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that's it, a beautiful you, thing. You may never know what it is. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah, we can complain about all the stuff that happens, but we don't know the what ifs. There's so much. I, and I love the story about you know, nobody wants other people's problems. You know, they, they had the, there's a story about they took a village and they had everybody throw their their problems was a stick and they had them all throw their stick into a big pile. And then they said, OK, now everybody go get a new problem. And they all went and grabbed their own sticks Ooh. because nobody wants everybody. Nobody wants right. other people's problems because they're all I mean, you look at you like, wow, yeah, I don't want to have to go through that. And everybody's saying that about you, too. So anyway, where am I going with that? I'm going down a hole of somewhere. No, that's, good, that's good. That's good. This is good. She, she's like this magical person that's pulling this cool stuff out of us. Yeah. Thank you, Bonnie. You're welcome. <laughs> she's like, oh, magical person. We haven't oh even asked gosh. the biz for good question. Oh, well, dude, are you kidding? This has been slabbered with biz for good, the whole thing. <laughs> I know. I don't, it's like redundant dance. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have to ask it, so we're going to ask you the question. The question. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, yeah. It's what you. does being good in business mean to you? Well. <clears throat> Whatever that feels like. When I had my assisted living home. I'm not a very good money manager. That's, that's like, not that's, my thing. No. Thank God for accountants. People say, thank God for hospice nurses. Oh, no. Thank God for accountants. accountants. I'm with you. <laughs> yep. I, I am not a money person either. If I didn't have my accountants, <laughs> I don't know what I'd do oh, yeah. business-wise. And, and when you run a business, it's not about how good you are at something. Running a business is how running a business is, yeah. <laughs> no matter how it's good you different. are at something. I used to get phone calls from the hospital, and they'd say, so it's January. I'd say, yep, it's cold outside. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so we have this lady who's homeless, like, hmm, cold outside. <laughs> yeah. She had a heart attack, and, uh, you know, she's on oxygen, and she didn't have any place to go, and she doesn't have any money. I'm like, mm, yep, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Did we tell you she's homeless? Yeah, you told me she's homeless. <clears throat> so, so what is it you want? Well, we we were just. D- Did we tell you it's cold outside? I'm <laughs> like, fine, I'll come and get her. <laughs> and so, <laughs> if I had an empty room, I would go get her, knowing that I wasn't gonna get. There was no chance of me being paid, right? I have to heat the house anyway. I had to staff the house anyway. We threw away enough food that we could feed another person. But invariably, the minute I took somebody like that, I'd get a phone call. Hey, my dad's looking. We can pay full price. No. <laughs> and But yet, what are you going to do differently, right? The right thing to do 
is not the easy thing to do. Yeah. And we had that lady. She was there for about a month. We woke up one morning. She had collected all the clothes that we'd given her, and she was gone. I don't know where she went. I don't know what happened to her. But for that month in January, she was clean and kept and fed and warm and dry and cared for. Wow. But didn't make my account very happy. (laughs) (laughs) So doing good sometimes is hard, or doing the right thing is hard. Absolutely. It is. But would we have it any other way? I wouldn't. I think that that's the whole point of the being good and doing good movement that we talk about, or being good and doing good business model, is it is it gives your soul a better a better feeling, a better place to be. I had somebody ask me one time, "What if you're wrong about God? What if there is no God?" I'm like, well, that's okay. What have I lost? I've lost nothing, right? I've lived a life that I can look in the mirror and be proud of myself and know that I have impacted the lives of hundreds of people, hundreds of animals, butterflies, hummingbirds, little kids, all those things. If there is a God, man, I'm golden. (laughs) (laughs) But if there's not, I feel like I still come out ahead. Yeah, golden either way. Yep, that's that's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Did we even did we re, did we ask the question, Biz for good? Yeah, I did. Okay, I thought we did, but I've just been in this this kind of this magical place I right know. now in my it's, head. It's, I'm, I hope our listeners are are kind of really feeling the energy that you're giving us all. Um, it's such it's it's bigger than not having a bad day. It's I it's it's, it's changing a, your life. It's making a conscious effort to change your life and it's not as hard as it seems it doesn't cost anything it takes not one single second out of your day it's a choice it's a choice that's the action it's a choice how you choose to look at things how you choose to deal with things which brings us to the action item that that was the action item that was the action item which is that it's a choice do you want to go any deeper with that what do you think what would you tell our listeners that they could use to keep them in that space of a good day? I would say try to find like-minded people. Ooh. Right? It's easier to stay, just like exercise. It's easier to exercise if you have somebody there supporting you. So true. Right? It, if you find people like-minded, it's going to be easier for you to make these choices. Bear one another's burden. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Whew. We're at another... Uh, uh, this is very good. Though. Yeah, this is... Very I, good. I'm like very in good. a... I'm in a, like a state... I, did, did we like take a bunch of CBD oil or something? Because <laughs> I, I feel like no, I'm in a very feel, comfortable... We're feeling the love. We are feeling the love. Thank you for bringing the, the love. love today, Bonnie. Well, you know... <clears throat> When I listen to some of your previous episodes and <laughs> oh hearing boy. the laughter and I'm thinking, oh, man, I, I'm not sure exactly how this is going to fit. Well, we're not true. either. And we love to be pleasantly surprised. And this this was a surprise, which I think is a great surprise. I we, we still chuckled a little bit. And I would say this has not been a boring show. No, no. Absolutely not. I think it is very introspective and something that our listeners really need and want to hear. I hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. You know, I think about, um, I love the movie Miss Congeniality. No, that's my right? wife's favorite. <laughs> and wife's favorite. When they're doing the interviews, what would you want to change? Oh, world peace, world peace, world <laughs> peace, right? I... Would love to see a world that's cruelty free. Yeah. Because if it was cruelty free, everything else had fallen into place. True. We talk about if everybody lived the be good, do good mindset, this world would be amazing. Amazing. If we all thought about other people and were outward focused and connected with that, 
this would be a magic. It would be Shangri-La. I just, I really have a hard time where their their brain is. So I'm, I'm sorry to get negative a little bit, but there like, you go, Ryan. I know, you but it's like, negative. come on, it's not hard to just pet an animal or take it in or something. I so don't understand why there's these stuff like this. I last year, it. I rescued a horse. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was looking for a horse. Called me up and she said, "I found this horse. Not my horse, but you need to go do something." So I went to look at this horse and it was old by owned by an older gentleman who had gotten angry at the horse tied the horse to the roll bar of his razor ran her down a hard top road until her hooves were sanded off oh my god when he had her going full out hit the brakes and the horse cartwheel back hit the hard top broke her jaw oh my god. i mean she wow. was pretty banged up yeah. right so Wow. I went to look at the horse. Her face is a mess. Her hip is a mess. I didn't know that she had broken bones at the time. Turns out that he had wanted to sell the horse because he had a wife with dementia. Mm. He was exhausted. He couldn't sleep because he didn't know that his wife wasn't going to wander out of the house. He needed to unload some of the other responsibilities in his life. Right? Mm. I don't advocate animal cruelty, but thank God he took it out on the horse and not his 78-year-old wife. Yeah. Wow. Right? It's a cool way to look at it, though. Thank you for being that kind of a... I, I mean, we in our, in our world, we, we are very quick to judge. Mm-hmm. We are very quick to say that horrible, I would love to string him up and take right. him in the car right. and blah, blah, blah. It, it was and wrong. we don't think about that kind of stuff. And I wish we did more. And and unfortunately, the news and stuff never, right. never connects us to that. I, I, I just thank I, you, thank you. Yes, we. So, yeah, we're all so, human beings in this world. That's right. Nobody and knows it, your backstory. Exactly, exactly. Thank you for pointing that out. That's huge because we could have said, yeah, we're just taking on the right. world and and hating all the, the the bad people. And you know what? That's Right. Hate doesn't fix He's, hate. Right? I mean, he was frustrated. He's not a bad man. He's taking care of his wife with dementia. Yeah. That, that's huge. That's exhausting. That's overwhelming. Yeah. When you're doing it by yourself, it's tough. So I started at $100. He started at 1000 I came up to 200 He came down to 300 eventually. <laughs> I said, let's meet in the middle at 250 he said, oh, no, 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 she's going, to, she's going to Mexico for meat for that. I said, okay. Got my phone number. I get a phone call at 6 o'clock the next morning. Come get your horse for two fifty. <laughs> so I went down and got her. She's the sweetest, sweet old horse. And it was later when I had the vet come out and look at her that we discovered that her jaw was broken from hitting the pavement with her face. <sighs> These are the horses I get. My first horse, the guy said to me, if you pull on the reins and you don't think she feels it, wrap her bit in barbed wire. Oh, my gosh. So the horses that find their way to me, they are unbelievably abused. Unbelievably wow. abused. And that's what I do in my off time. <laughs> that's that's my, like, lighthearted. <laughs> lighthearted. That's, it, it seems to me like everything you do has some heart in it. It's true. <laughs> Even so, I rescued a little horse last last summer. This past summer, I've had her for about four months, and the guy that had her didn't know how to deal with her. And unfortunately, there are still a lot of people. Even though are there are a lot of advanced techniques in horse training, a lot of people still like to cowboy it out of them, right? Mm-hmm. And so here she is. She's a baby, six months old. And his way was to rope her and let her choke herself to unconsciousness, literally on the ground, gagging and gasping for breath because she can't breathe. And so when I bought her, she was nine months old, not not even afraid of people. We're talking PTSD, right? Mm. Like unreasoning 
blind panic. So I get my little three-year-old grandson out there. He wants to help me train. His horse is going to be his horse. (laughs) (laughs) And so I say, okay, you can put you in the corner there and just hold this bucket of grain. And when she comes up to eat the grain, don't move, right? Just sit there quietly and let her eat her grain. So he's sitting there. She edges and she, like, takes a step and then darts back and takes another step and darts back. And eventually, after about 20 minutes, she works her way up there, and she is, like, tentatively eating. And he's bouncing up and down, and she's like, look, yeah, yeah, I'm training my horse. I go, way to be quiet, Eddie. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. He's so funny. He's so proud of himself for training that horse. That is so awesome. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, You're thank welcome. You, thank, thank, thank you for bringing your spirit, your your light, and your love and your heart, because we we need more of that. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. It was fun. I agree. <laughs> it was I fun. Agree. It was fun. You're you're fun. I have a feeling you're a fun <laughs> lady to be around. Yeah. A little feisty, a little fun. I had somebody tell me once, you are the most intense person. <laughs> and I was like, who, me? Not intense. <laughs> How, what are you talking about intense? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've been told I'm very docile and quiet and oh, soft-spoken. Yeah. <laughs> In what universe? In what I I say that all the time and nobody believes me. Yeah. I tell people I'm an introvert and they're like <clears throat> but truthfully, well, that's another show. But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, Bonnie. You're amazing and like I told you, I have not forgotten your name. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> she is so- this lady is so cool. We're gonna have to have you on again. We're gonna have to have yeah, you on yeah. for season she three. Was, she was nominated to be on the show. Too. Yes, wow. absolutely. Someone said you have got to get Bonnie on the show. She is the most amazing lady I know. Um, and so we did. And you took on the challenge. No, I thought it was a joke at first. <laughs> Well, some people do think we're a joke, but anyway. <laughs> well, we're kind of a jokey. Jokey. <laughs> jokey. Okay. All right, Ryan. Let's, uh, it's been an amazing show. You're going to take us out? Yeah. Thanks uh, for uh, We do want to say if people want to find you, uh, Facebook, right? Facebook. That's it. Bonnie B. Chick. Or you can go to info at bizforgoodshow.com. Info at bizforgoodshow.com, and we can get you connected. connected with Bonnie. Right? Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Ryan! Awesome. Yeah, we always, we always end the show with three hashtags. It gets louder on the third one, and the hashtag is be good, do good. You ready? Okay, we, with my frog voice. You do whatever yeah, you oh, can. Oh, just yell as much as you can. You do whatever you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington. This is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go.